You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I've tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH-balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your host, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Hello. 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 <laughs> okay, we have uh, the uh, wonderful Kat Harris here today. Do you Cat Harris. know who she is? If you don't know who she is, Google it. Google it. I just have to tell you, we you're already f- did this segment. I'm not going to lie. We just really did this segment um, and we had to do it again because we just logged off. And the funny thing is, is Kat Harris has her own very successful podcast. Extremely successful And we podcast. both have just messed up so many times. Hi, Kat. Hi, guys. How are y'all doing? <laughs> we're good. We are, well, we're flustered. I we're mean, flustered. I mean, at least we're, we're all wearing pink, though. Yes, we are. I mean, it was On a Wednesdays game time we decision pink. for me, and I clearly was it was the right move. Obviously, true story. I was wearing gray <gasps> before this, and I was I wearing threw, white. I, I threw, put pink on. We literally. <laughs> this are is like we serendipitous. <laughs> Did we just let's do best let's friends? do karate in the Should garage? I love it. Hundred percent. Please do. Okay, Please do. Percent. So security cat- number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> Real quick, what are all your passwords? Go ahead. Let's become. Let's never mind. I was going to go with it, but I'm going to not go with it. Okay. So, Kat, let, let's 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 let you unfold your bio because yeah. it's lengthy. It's very impressive. It's very impressive. You're everywhere. So, if you haven't heard of Cat Harris, jump on Google. You'll find her really quickly. But give us the Coles Notes version of who you are to this world because it's it's very impressive. Oh my gosh, this is so awkward. Like I hate doing this. <laughs> like I'm sweating. You can already see the. Pit tacos no, just shirt. pretend you're talking about somebody else. <laughs> pretend you're talking about someone else. Uh, okay, my name is Kat Harris. Uh, I just wrote a book that is coming out. It's called Sexless in the City. So 
Now, not only do my friends know about my sex and sexual <laughs> life, my uncle and my parents yes. and my cousins can read about it and strangers. So <laughs> very exciting and terrifying. Um, I also have an online publication called The Refined Woman that has been going on for about seven or wait, no, nine nine years now. And through that, my vision is to equip and empower women to embrace their identity and worth through storytelling and online workshops and coaching. I coach a lot of single women because hello, dating in today's culture is hard. Oh my Um, God. I have a podcast called The Refined Collective. And also I've been a full-time photographer for like 12 years now. So I don't want to give you like my full bio. It feels like really creepy. And no, well, love that. you know, hold on. I, <laughs> I would say to- I would say you don't have to give your full bio, but but like you just stepped over your photography. And I know. I we were reading your bio, and I like, don't want to step over okay. your photography. Just just for like you have shits and been shits and published giggles. in GQ. I mean, just uh, there's a huge list here. Who else? I, I feel like Fair. you could have been involved. Vanity, Vanity Fair. Fair. That's Fair. It. You um, GQ, Forbes, People, Who, What, Where, Yes, Weekly, Glamour. I'm sweating. Unreal. That's so cool. So, but like, so cool. So, I feel like don't downplay it. Don't Thank downplay you. it. I think That's we're gonna awesome. we're gonna get into the podcast. But you talk about you know dating in today's uh, society, single women in today's society. Not the easiest thing to do. It might not be the easiest thing to do because I don't think you ever sleep. <laughs> so yes. I sleep eight hours. I meditate, pray every day or five days a week. Let's be honest, and then work out five <laughs> days a week. Eat three times a day. So. I basically made a decision like eight years ago that everything else doesn't matter if like my right. body is dying and my so I'm true. Not sleeping and and so I do spin a lot of plates, but I also really value balance and I really value it because I I hit complete burnout at the age of thirty. And I was like, yes. Well, I'm thinking I'm ready to retire. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Gave it the old college <laughs> try. And then I was like, well, I'm only 30 and I'm not a millionaire. So we got to figure this out. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, the burnout is real. Mm -hmm. I feel like we were just talking about this and we just had an episode too. Like we were trying to normalize um, when you feel that burnout coming to like almost, I mean, give into it. Right. But like allow yourself to do nothing and like like allow schedule. that yes schedule the nothingness don't schedule, just not, allow it but not, schedule it. not necessarily schedule the burnout because that's obviously not always like easy to do you know when it's like <laughs> no schedule schedule the break is yeah what I'm schedule yes. the break and just and your to-do list is to do nothing so you don't feel the guilt of doing nothing right but it is true the burnout is so real and i think a lot of people feel guilt in that burnout a step from okay we've totally digressed this is not we about do a the segment. podcast this we do a segment yeah, called i love you and you're annoying so we are going to apply this to you in a little bit of a different way. So we're wondering if you could give us an I love you and you're annoying about online dating. Can I do I just do you want me to just give one or I mean I have you like- can give a multiple. <laughs> Please do. They're Roll such great conversations. Okay. So Roll it out. I, we love stories on this podcast. So on this show. I love mm. I mean I've put on my ten thousand hours, okay? Like yes. You're a master. I'm 35. I'm not saying I'm a master. I've just put in my hours. (laughs) I've put in my 10,000. And so I've, I've, I've used like any and every dating app I've dated throughout COVID. And a a recent thing happened. I went on a date recently and you know, it's been COVID and Mm -hmm. I haven't like made out in a long time. Right. Right. COVID, Right. And so I'm on this date. I'm on a date recently and it's like going pretty good. 
we're like we start off like six six feet away from each other. <laughs> okay. You know, he's moving a little closer, a little closer. And typically, I don't kiss on the first date. I'm like, you know what? You, okay. you know, you got to earn that a little bit. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm feeling it. He's feeling it. And honestly, I was like, I haven't made out with someone in a really long time. I'm so. gonna do it. I'm gonna go for it. And then it occurred to me. I was like, wait, what if he has COVID? <laughs> and so he like is leaning in, and he's like. First of all, it's really kind. I feel like this is like definitely a post-COVID move. He was like, can I kiss you? Because I feel like before you're like, just go for it. Just do it. He's like, can I kiss you? He's like right over about on my face. Oh my and I was God. like, you have COVID? <laughs> <laughs> like right before. Right you. before. I was like, I mean, I just got vaccinated, but like, do you have COVID? Like the least like, <sighs> what did he question say? ever. And I'm like, wow, COVID has like for, at least for now, changed dating. Like, yes. I was like, well... I, I guess I don't care that much because I essentially did make out with a stranger that I met on the internet after knowing yep. him for a few hours. Um, but it was definitely worth it. It was a good kiss. Good. Um, I so feel if, like you're, those- if you're listening to this podcast, we hope you didn't get COVID from Kat. <laughs> And, uh, but also, like, I feel like the makeout was a little like, it's, you, if you're going to have COVID from him, I feel like he'd already have COVID if you guys were like super close, about to kiss. And he, when he asked, can I kiss you? Maybe some spit particles oh, were already on your yeah. face. So you're like, you know what? I'm already in it. Already, I mean, we I might as well. They, I think here. they broke the six foot barrier yeah. when they were nose to nose. You might as well. Free question. Yeah. You might as well get a nice kiss in. You know so what? that sounds more like something you like yeah. about so online nice. dating. Yes. That was okay. Nice. Um, okay. A couple things that are annoying about online dating. I mean, yes. it's a numbers game. Let's be real. You, what my mom says, you have to, it's almost like looking for a needle in a haystack. So for right. instance, I love Bumble. Yeah. What's really awesome about Bumble is that the girl has to make the first move. So you match yes. and the conversation doesn't get started until the girl initiates it, which cuts down on a lot of like dick pics and yes. stuff like that, which is <laughs> a plus. However... There's wait a second, wait a second. You guys aren't into dick pics? Oh my oh god. Ryan's just joking, just so you're aware. That? Like, no girl wants it. Like, no oh. girl wants it, okay? Here, like, here's a little, here's a one-eyed lizard. You don't want to be like, I'm thinking about you? No. We could just say romantic. that to us. Just no, say no. that. It's we don't need it to be a penis. Okay? Fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair. Yeah, note to self. And I'm taking notes. <laughs> taking notes. So anyways, with Bumble, it's like, the girl makes the first move. But it, there's so many people on Bumble. I when I coach single women, I say you can like uh, for every like 200 people you swipe on, two to 250, you might get like one good conversation. Wow! And then that's a lot and of swiping. I, mean, I like do my R and D for myself, but also because I'm constantly coaching women. And the reality is, online dating is work. You have to be intentional about it. And often right. people just download a dating app and. They swipe through it every like once a week. And they're like, online dating sucks. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But you have to like really put in the work. And so I think what happens, what's frustrating is you're like, I'm swiping, 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 and there's nothing, but it just takes time. Like it's an, it's almost yeah. like an at bat game with, with apps like Bumble, even Hinge. Cause there's so many people on there. Some people yeah. have an active profile. Some people just want to Netflix and chill, which I matched with a guy two weeks ago. The very first thing he said to me was, give me your number. And I said, stranger danger. You're going to have to work a little (laughs) harder. And then he goes, well, just come over and we can watch some Netflix. And I was like, okay. Okay. Um, I don't Netflix and chill on the first date. You're barking up the wrong tree. 
Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Stay fresh, everyone. Um, so it's- Now, what if he, what, what if he would have said Disney Plus? <laughs> now, if he would have said, do you want to watch High School Musical 3? Yeah, there I you would go. have been over in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm just saying because if I look at the content, I'm I'm a huge fan of Disney Plus, and nobody it's ever really asked me to Disney Plus and Plus. <laughs> so 
Disney Plus and Plus. And plus you know what I'm saying? I mean, sorry, I cut you off. You, do I, is this what you guys are doing after after this call? You guys, it is Disney hot Plus and Plus? heavy up in we Disney, Disney Plus, Plus and Plus. Plus. Yep, yeah. we watch we watch zombies. Literally, too. so wrong. <laughs> yeah, all of the uh, descendants. That's some good. Yep. real great. Anyway, Ursula's daughter. And um, that I can see. I, the, the weird thing is, is like. Ryd and I have been together for like we've been neighbors since uh, forever since yeah, 1993. Like since I, yeah, forever. So oh like we haven't Jack really Camp song. Yes, I don't know about Jack and Day. That one, yeah, um, sort of. But we, we like, didn't grow up in the heartland. Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> That's not us. No, we uh, we didn't really get to experience online dating. No. Like, we dated other people before we, like, got together, but we didn't experience online dating. And I have a friend right now who is um, experiencing online dating. She's recently separated. And she was, like, showing me her, like, how to do it. In the pro- and she was like, honestly, it's so much work. It's a lot. It's very overwhelming. Um, and she said, like you were saying, there is, like, one person in, like, hundreds who is on the same field as you. Like, seriousness, wants what you want. And it's – you have to decipher that. Yeah. So – And I think you just – I think with it, I think, honestly – when you're dating, I think it, it's important just to have a posture of openness and a posture yeah. of like being open to possibility. And right. reality is that over 50% of couples get together and enter into a relationship via online. So yeah. online isn't going anywhere. Like I coach a lot of women of faith and 2.6% of people meet in church. 2.6. Wow. Over That's it? 50% online. So like online dating works. It's not going anywhere where it's, we're getting more and more online and virtual. And in that, like, it's also okay to say like, this is also hard, but guess what? When there was an online dating apps, it was like, well, it's hard to meet guys at bars. Like, I think that honestly, so much of it is how you choose to show up in mindset and then really being intentional. Like if I wanted to get a six pack, which I honestly don't want to get a six pack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those days Apparently later. later. <laughs> I say I do, but I'm not intentional about it. So. I also really like wine. Oh, wow. no, that important. My little juice. There's that. My juice cleanse. I never heard of wine as that. <laughs> like juice that. cleanse. I'm going to use that. Even like literally every time I've done a juice cleanse, like I'm like, yeah, I'm keeping wine. Like a hundred percent. It's juice. It's juice for sure. It's made, it's made of fruit. It cleanses. If you have too much, it comes out. Yeah, but I think it's, so, it's like you just have to be intentional with it. So I, yeah. I treat online dating like any other thing is, and that might make it feel less sexy. And it is kind of what I love, hate about it. But like when I'm doing it, I do it for like three months at a time. And then mm. I do it like six days a week. And I seriously put a timer on my phone to remind me. So I'm like not hmm. on the app all day or all night. I'm like, I'm on it 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, swipe, 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 conversations, set up a date. And I have the goal be, you know what? In three months, let's go on three dates in person as opposed to right. if I don't meet my partner on the first yeah. week, all night dating sucks. And and yeah, I mean, I'm still doing those things and I have, I'm not in a serious relationship right now. But I think for me, I'm like, I just like... I'm not going to be single because I'm in my own way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? mm-hmm. um, as much as right. online dating can like, it's like, I love it. I hate it. Like, do you have, can you maybe give us one or two really good date stories and one or two maybe 
horrendous oh date gosh. stories if you have any. Yes. I love, I love hearing them. So one of my first online dates ever was, it was years ago. I, was in, I had just moved to New York City and I was talking back and forth with this guy and I hadn't dated a ton before this. Like New York City, when I moved there, it just like opened up my world to dating. I had never really casually dated before, never really online dated. And so I have this date. We're meeting at this like really cool wine bar in Brooklyn. I get there early. First mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> like don't show up to an online date early. Like I want, I want him waiting for me. So okay. I get there. It's happy hour. So it's like, I don't know, 5.30 p.m. in New York. No one's at happy hour at 5.30. I am the only person in the restaurant. Oh, no. Like, what? it's me and a bartender. I'm, it's not cool? Uh, Well, New York like, is just I'd more, be early. People, like, work days start later in New York. So okay. So most people, unless you're, like, on the trading floor in Wall Street and you get in at, like, 5 a.m., most corporate jobs, like, start times are, like, 9.30, 10 a.m. So you start oh. later, you end later, you're going out later. I didn't know this. I just moved from LA. I was like, well, let's like go for drinks. (laughs) And I'm there early. I'm the only one in there. I'm like, and, and then it's like five minutes go by, 10 minutes go by, 30 minutes go by. And I'm just sitting there like an asshole. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm just, and I don't know what to do. Like clearly I'm being stood up and like the guy keeps like bringing me water and I'm like, just sitting there. And the guy um, messaged me my date. He's like, "Sorry, train traffic." Which in New York, train traffic is train traffic is like the ultimate trump card. You get out of anything because oh, really? Well, it's almost like tra- tra- uh, traffic in LA. Like, well, yeah. on the four hundred five, and there's bumper to bumper. Everyone's so like, okay. Everyone's like, I'm late. He shows up forty five minutes late. Wow! Like, and you were early, and I was early. Now, Oof. wow. Twenty twenty hindsight, and from that day on. If a person is more than 15 minutes late, like, bye. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not waiting wait for you around like a Bambi, you know, waiting mm-hmm. to be rescued. He shows up 45 minutes late, looks nothing like his photo. Oh, no. And bait and switch, bait, bait and switch. switch. Was it even him or was it just like an old photo of him? It was definitely <sighs> old photos, like where he was definitely okay. more fit, like senior prom, you know, taller. And I also, that's like, he was taller, taller years earlier. <laughs> I have a theory about guys and girls online and their heights. Okay. I think girls, I think women, we say how tall we are without shoes on. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'm tall. So yes, and I'm like five ten, and I'm like, yeah, I'm five ten. That's what it says on my dating app and I put on heels. I'm like well over six one. Yeah. Guys say how tall they are with their tallest shoes. For sure. That's not, that's not a, that's not. That's for sure accurate. Look that's, at Ryan. That's not like, in, that's, <laughs> it's not inaccurate. Yeah. So guys are always like, whoa, you're so tall. I'm like, it said 5'10". It said 5'10 in the menu. read. Yeah. Anyways, it's easy not read. This, clearly, this guy is like a whopping 5'7", and I'm wearing heels. No. So I'm like, hello down there, there, Oh, there. no. He pre- proceeds to tell me about this wedding that he was just at the weekend before. What? How he oh, okay. hooked up and had a one night stand with one of the bridesmaids. What? No. He didn't pay for my drink. And then we leave and he has the audacity to go in for the kiss and then be like, I had Pardon such a great me. time with you. Like, when can I see you again? And I was just like, Ew. you're like, we're, are we on the same planet? Like, right. does this work for you? <laughs> like, 
oh my god that's so awkward i feel like guys are awkward we're we're (sighs) so awkward we're so like why are you so awkward what are your thoughts about that what is happening (sighs) are you just like it's been a long time since i was single but i do talk about this to people I have these conversations with people who are single, who are looking to mingle, and they they want advice from a male. And I honestly, more often than not, can't give them advice because I don't understand what some of these guys are doing. I don't know. Like, I really don't. I just find that a lot of men are boys. Like, they act like boys. They say boyish things, which is really kind of stupid. Like Here's the thing. I think guys also really like like guys who are who like women really want that woman to like them back. And I yeah. think if women were like what the hell to me. I think if girls actually if we started sh- like showing up and like holding yeah. a boundary, guys would knock it off. Please. The boundary thing yeah. is so crucial because I think I mean now as a 30 something year old woman, I would have zero problems mm-hmm. saying that no guilt, no shame. In my 20s, I look back at some of the relationships I had in my 20s and my like 19, 20, and I would feel like their feelings. I don't want to be like, wow, that was really rude or what the fuck for them. Don't want to look for them to be like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be a bitch, bitch. which is so sad because why can't you have boundaries? Why can't you be comfortable and say, Hey, these are my boundaries. If you don't like them, I'm sorry. That doesn't make you a bitch. It just makes you confident in your boundaries. Right. Right. Well, I think we live in a culture that women are, we're in a gridlock all the time. It's yeah. Or I don't know if you've seen the Cynthia Nixon video that kind of went viral called Be a Lady, They Said. Mm. Oh, this sounds familiar. So good. It's like they said, they said, be skinny, but not too skinny because guys don't like girls with skinny bones. Be curvy, but not too curvy because if you weigh too much, then guys don't like you. Be smart, but not too smart. Go to college, run a job, but don't be too successful. You know, Mm -hmm. so it's like the constant narrative told to women is to essentially don't be too much, be just enough, but not too much. Yeah. Otherwise, like one of my favorite Ted talks, Chiminanda Gozzi says, otherwise you will threaten the man. There's still yeah. stigmas. If a woman stands her ground and owns her worth, she can be ridiculed. But at the same time, like I, I stopped getting late night texts from guys saying you up or you mm-hmm. want to Netflix and chill when I stopped responding to them. Right. And when I stopped, when I said, hey, I don't Netflix and chill. And I have some yeah. guys that are like, oh, well, uh, or you're a bitch or whatever. I'm like, well, actually, cool. no, I'm standing in my worth. And I believe that my time is valuable. Your time is valuable. And I think we teach people how to treat us. So actually, yeah. you just saved me time. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you for yeah. Revealing your cards from the get go. I don't want to date someone that says you up. Like, no, thank you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But- yeah, you know, I had a conversation very like th- today about this exact topic with somebody and we were talking about self-worth and we were talking about you know, just being you and and being okay with having conditions 
to satisfy your needs. So if, if you, if you want to talk to a guy and you want him to text you right away or you want him to be quick to respond or pick up the phone and call you and he doesn't, then state that that's what you want. Yeah. And if he chooses that he doesn't want to do that, then it's not the right time and that's not the right guy. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like, you know, sometimes not just women, but men in general, but people in general, we want a future fulfilled and we're willing to put the wrong person in that because the alternative is if it's not that person, then who is it? Mm-hmm. They just want to fill yeah. like that void. That person fills a gap. They don't completely fill the cup, but they fill a gap. Mm-hmm. So let's put them in a, into a future fulfilled. Let's make it work. Let's navigate. Let's be either too skinny or not too skinny, whatever you just described. And I feel like you're never authentically yourself because you're just wanting to, to get to the final answer. Right. And it's not that person. Right. And it's okay that it's not that person. I think that's the biggest element in a relationship is being okay with being alone. Yeah. It's hard. It's tough. Brittany is a, Brittany, we've been together for a long time, but Brittany was a, what do you, what do you? Yeah. Like I jumped from like serious relationship to serious relationship and I just filled, I filled a void and I, I just focused on the positives and really shitty people. Ignored all the negatives. But now I wouldn't do that. Like now I wouldn't care. I hope not. You're married. No, no, no. But like Kat was talking about, like you said, um, if a guy says to you like, well, you're a bitch because you've said this is my boundary. If you don't like it, like I'm sorry. And then they get all huff and puffy. Right. And even recently or not recently, but in in that we got to be okay with awkwardness, rejection, and realize that someone's rejection has nothing to do with me. It does nothing mm-hmm. about my identity, my worth. And so I think sometimes for me, it means like maybe I'm going to get rejected more because I am saying what I want and owning that. But also I think it, I think it, um, it sets me up for greater success for the type of person I want. And also yeah. I am allowed to say what it is that I want o- online, back to online in my profile. I say no pen pals, please. Love that. Because it can be so easy just to be like, I'm bored. Let me text this person that I find kind of cute or I'm like interested enough to keep something going, but really it's just an ego scratch. Yeah. And so I think that happens a lot. I think women do it too. Um, I I and many of my friends have experienced it with men. Mm. I, I think that it's just so easy to get into the mode of like just getting enough of our ego scratched by a bunch of different people that there's not enough... gumption or umph to be like, I want to ask her out or I want to ask him out. Cause you have like 10 different people from online or friends that are just scratching enough of your itch. That yeah. You're like, eh, I don't need to like go for it. I'm just going to like keep this. That's a really good point. Yeah. And what I was going to ask you, because you're, you know, you're embedded in this world and this is that you coach people in this space. So you, you, have a way better understanding about it than, than I do as someone who's never done it. Do you think that part of the, the, the obstacle or, or the uphill battle about online dating is that there are so many options available to people. There are so many conversations that you're bouncing between that even when you find someone that is, that checks all the boxes, you have 17,000 other people that you're talking to. It's very difficult to zero in on one because in the real world, before online dating, 
you actually were with that person. You had that physical connection. You had those conversations and, and you really didn't have the opportunity to see a lot of other people without that person's friends watching you see, Hey, that, Hey, aren't you dating Brittany? What are you doing on a date on here? Like you got caught. So your cup is filled with multiple different pictures to fill the cup, but it's not like authentic for you. Um, okay. Just going, going back to just like rewind a little bit. So do you have any other, um, like triggers or signs Mm -hmm. that would show how, like, how would you know if a guy is emotionally unavailable or, or just looking for a casual fling? Like, is there differences that you can spot? Yeah, absolutely. There are. Um, so a few things is one, are they like, are they able to be their word? A lot mm-hmm. of people who are looking for casual are I'm going to people. Okay. I'm going to hang out with you. I'm going to call you. We're going to do something this weekend. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, well, when is this? It's like chasing the rabbit in Alice in Wonderland. So someone right. who's an I'm going to person. Right. Someone who doesn't like to make plans. So the last minute you up. Or, hey, I'm I'm out with friends. Like, come meet me for a drink right now. And granted, mm-hmm. part of dating and getting to know someone, like, let's throw in some spontaneity for sure. But if you only hear from the person last minute, then I say they're most likely looking for casual. I say someone who is um, not able to hold space for any sort of, like, emotion or conflict. Or even okay. – so I was – I actually had a friend, a guy friend that I was really interested in and he said something and it really hurt my feelings. And I was like, Oh man, like you, that kind of hurt my feelings. Like, can we like, it seemed like there's some energy there. Can we like clear the air about that? And he was like, Nope, it didn't hurt your feelings. I was like, what? He was like, no, I didn't mean (laughs) that. Like it didn't hurt that. No, it didn't hurt your feelings. And I was like, well, it did, and it's okay that it did, and I'm not, like, mad at you. I'm not rejecting you, but, like, can we, like, talk about that? Discuss it, and yeah. You could not meet me in that. So I think what happens when conflict comes up? What happens when, co- like, conversations about emotion come up? What happens when there's any sort of, like, crossed wires? A person who's emotionally unavailable is, like, avoidant. Like, see you later. Right. Bye. Like, Fills with that. jokes, sarcasm, doesn't really answer the question. Yeah. Okay. And I do think That's fair. um and when when we lead with the physical, mm-hmm. it typically means casual. So even yeah. I, I don't do one night stands, <coughs> but I have a lot of friends that do have one night stands. And like ten out of ten of my friends will say, if I really like the guy, I'm not going home with him on the first night. Yeah. I hear that a lot. So I feel like those are like a few things. And then also if you're online, you can just tell by some of the pictures, you know, if it's like yeah. Vegas, Vegas body shots, you know, <laughs> like models. Oh, they don't want a serious relationship? With my shirt and my six pack. I'm like, okay, what do you we mean? get it. Dick pics. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can tell you as a man, when, I'm, when I or any other male that I know is interested in a woman – I wouldn't put it to the level of obsession because that's weird, but workability becomes possibility as in we will find a Mm -hmm. way to To make make it work work, Mm -hmm. no matter the situation if we are interested because 
He's just not that into you we're, otherwise. We're I animals. I love that movie. Right? right? So we, good. We are animals. Instinctively, when we want something, we go after it. That's what we do. Like we we don't multitask. Men don't. We're we're very goal-oriented. We're very focused on what it is that we're doing. And if there's someone in our lives that we want, we will find a way to make it happen. So I would say that if you're dating a man or looking at a man and he's giving you excuses, yeah. move on. Move on. Yeah. Move on. For your own mental health. Yeah, move on. He doesn't fit the box. Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't fit it. Go I ahead. have like a, let me, I don't know if this is like a asterisk, like footnote to that thought, because I think historically that's very true. However, we are in a time in the, at least in Western culture that we've never been in, in the history mm-hmm. of humanity. And that is, first of all, we are living longer, marrying later, more educated than we've been ever before. And in major cities, there's typically almost double the amount of women than men. In New York City, the uh, for every college-educated male, there's two college-educated females. And that isn't taking into, into consideration, are they heterosexual? Um, mm-hmm. Are they emotionally available? Do we share similar values? Do they want kids? Are they ready mm-hmm. for a relationship? Um, do they want to move back home? Like, There's all these things that go into it. And so I think that that two to one ratio quickly becomes four to one, five to one, six to one. Yeah. Um, and typically in societies and cultures, and this is historically when we look back at things, when there are more women than men in a city or in a society, there's less monogamy, there's less long-term relationships. And there's mm-hmm. what you mentioned earlier, decision paralysis. Now, when we, when that's flip-flops, so when you go from like watching The Bachelor to watching The Bachelorette, when there are mm-hmm. more men than women in a culture, city, society, there's more long-term commitments, there's more monogamy, there are more marriages. And so in America, like we are living in a time where we see it on we see it online, we see it in big cities that there are typically more single women than there are single mm-hmm. men. And so that in itself is going to decrease long-term relationships and monogamy. And we have what you mentioned earlier, decision paralysis. It's like one of the oldest scientific studies in the world, like the jam study at the grocery store when there Mm -hmm. were six jams and that more people ended up purchasing a jam. than the next day when they had like 21 jams, like no one bought them. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think you're right. As far as typically when a guy is interested in a girl, he typically goes for her. But honestly, it feels like dating often feels like being on an episode of The Bachelor. There's like 30 badass baller women for like one guy. One man. Yeah. And and like I don't say that to like be like a masochist or a pessimist or anything. I just think I think so much of it is about mindset of, okay, if if I believe there's no one, then I'm going to create that reality. And we also yeah. like need to acknowledge the cultural moment that we're in that we've never been in before. Love that. That was really good. That's really good. Let me ask you one question, um, just because I want to make sure that we we touch base on this. Your book that's coming out, Sexless in the City. What is it? What is it about? What are the readers going to get from it? Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, my book is called Sexless in the City, and you can get it at sexlessinthecitybook.com or Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kindle, Audible, anywhere you buy books, and. I wrote Sexless in the City because I grew up in the Bible Belt South in Texas. 
I grew up in a very conservative Christian culture where I learned a set of rules and really strict do's and don'ts about dating, sex, intimacy, gender roles, and really never questioned them because Mm -hmm. I loved God and that relationship with God felt very real to me. And I trusted the leaders and pastors in my life to be telling me what's true. And I wanted to be a good Christian, quote unquote, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have sex. I like pledged to wait until marriage to have sex. I didn't date a lot. I I dressed very modestly because I was taught boys are more sexual than girls. So women need to hide their bodies so that guys don't quote unquote Mm -hmm. sin or lust. And I never questioned those narratives until I moved to New York City. And it was about a decade ago, I moved to New York, kind of like I told you earlier. I was dating casually for the first time in my life. I was online dating. I fell in love a couple times and realized, oh my gosh, it is much harder to keep my pants on when I'm actually dating. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, because the Bible told me so, isn't compelling me to keep my pants on anymore. All right. And so I got to a point where I was just at a fork in the road where I was like, I don't know what I believe anymore. I don't know what I believe about God. I don't know what I believe about sex. Is abstinence still a thing? Or is this is it this antiquated Christian norm that's no longer relevant? What about mm-hmm. these weird dating rules and gender roles that I was grow- that growing up I was taught as gospel truth? Are those real? And so the book is me asking all those hard questions and pretty much any metaphorical elephant in the room I address. Like, is masturbation a sin? Is sexual desire a sin? What does the Bible really say about sex? Um, how yeah. do we date in a modern culture? Um, yes. so how can I make a decision in my sexual life and my romantic life from a place of internal motivation as opposed to feeling like a victim to external obligation or pressure mm. from society, family, or religious institutions? So how, and in that, how can I show up with informed and enthusiastic consent in any of the situations that I'm a part of? Um, Damn, that's you, a, that's you a are, about it. That's a, you sound good with words. <laughs> Me? <laughs> well, it's a good thing you wrote a book. How does our community reach out to you? How do they find you? Yeah. How do they join your community? Um, so my social media and website is The Refined Woman. I love when people slide into my DMs. But not to like that, that one dude. Ask me out. <laughs> yeah, we don't like you. I don't like him. So the Sorry. refined woman. I uh, have a weekly podcast called The Refined Collective, and um, my book is Sexless in the City. So sexlessinthecitybook.com. Cat, it's been an it's been an incredible pleasure to be yes. with you tonight. Thank you so much for uh, for the message that you're you're sending out there. I know there are a lot of women that are in the same boat as you. I didn't realize that there was such a massive ratio of women to men. Luckily you're married. Um, it's a good thing I'm married. married. Um, thank don't, you. Or maybe don't mess this up. <laughs> but you know what? Just, just thank you so much for your authenticity. Yeah. Really, amazing. really appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. You have yourself a wonderful evening. Bye. Hey everyone! 
I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists. Owners of The Therapy Group. And hosts of The Shrink Chicks Podcast. Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psychobabble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey!